Who never do for do? Yeah, wings with friends. Ah, wings with friends. You got to get the wings to be with the friends. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to Wings with Friends. I'm your host, Mary of Church, and thanks for tuning in. I know I'm so inconsistent, but I'm very excited because uh, I have a really new and exciting special guest. Please welcome Brian, also known as. Senor Foodie, who I met on Instagram, and I'm very excited to meet you. Hi, Brian. Hey, what up? What up? How's How are you going? doing? Pretty good. I just finished having dinner. Now I'm having a beer. Life is good right now. What'd you have for dinner? Uh, well, I went to get some tacos down the street. Uh, there's a place called Taco Huicho. It's like near 16th Street in Oak, and it's right next to a liquor store. Um, it's a really good place. I've been going there for years. And I was really craving them today, so that's what I got. Yeah. Okay. I asked because you are a really successful, like I'll call you a food influencer, content creator. I found you on Instagram. You're doing pretty good. And um, I love talking about food. So why don't you tell us, Brian? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you and what makes you so special? Yeah, definitely. So um, I am Sunar Foodie and I am a content creator on social media. And so typically uh, what I like to create content on is food. Uh, I love eating food. I mean, who doesn't, right? Um, and I'm, I've always been interested in trying new restaurants, especially here around the Valley. And uh, basically what I would do is not only would I go to a new restaurant and try the food out, but I will put my review on social media. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and so... Uh, lately the main thing right now is the reels so you probably see my work the instagram reels um and i will feature everything from the the location the the restaurant setting the ambiance i try to capture all that and i will obviously include the food in there and so uh, most of my content uh consists of places that i personally like and it's all over the valley um from phoenix to goodyear all the way to Gilbert, uh, wherever there's good food, that's where Skinner Foodie is going to be at. And um, you can also find me on TikTok as well. Yeah. Okay. So this is really cool. And we all know that like food content, short form type of content has gotten so big. Um, and it's so influential because that's now what we look, we look for. If you're going to go out to Phoenix on a Friday, you're going to go to your favorite content creator and be like, wait, what was that reel that I saw? You know? So I'll say it a couple of times, but you're Senor Foodie um, on Instagram and it's Senor underscore Foodie. And I'll put right. that in the notes also. Um, but I was looking at some of your content and I think if I were to guess, like, I think I know what you like. <laughs> you like tacos. Okay. Standard, right? But also it seems like you have a little bit of a flair for some like Asian food from time to time. Mm -hmm. um and what was the other one there was a couple of themes and then like really good craft cocktails yes that sum me up a little bit yeah yeah no good eye good eye <laughs> <laughs> now i'm trying to think is there what do you not like is there any kind of food that you you just don't gravitate to or you know um my friends will hate me for this but the only type of food that i can't really get into is greek food oh uh, I feel like Greek food, I, and maybe it's just the places that I've been going to aren't as good. Um, but uh, I just never been a fan of that. Um, I'm trying to think what else I'm not a big fan of. I'm not a big cheese guy. 
I'm really oh. basic when it comes to cheese. And I, I know it shocks a lot of people when I tell them this. Uh, I'm, I like cheddar. I like Parmesan. Mild cheddar? Medium the, cheddar? I, <clears throat> yeah, the, just the simple stuff. I, I don't go too crazy with the cheeses. Um, but other than that, I, I love everything else. Uh, I'm okay. not really picky. Aside from those items, I'm not really picky. So, um, But as you mentioned, I do have a, a huge appetite for Mexican food. I love Asian food. And then definitely I, I'm a huge cocktail guy as well. Um, oh, I went to the Mexicano in Paradise Valley recently. Have you been there yet? Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, a while it was back. so good. Okay, you like kind that place? Like, um, it was cool. It was trendy. You know, it was like yeah. kind of like an Americano <laughs> version of a Mexicano, really. So yep. <laughs> you're nodding your head. You're like, yeah. It's the, yeah, it's, it's cool. Year. Like, um, it has really cool vibes, and I like that. You know, it's very upbeat. They got like a live DJ. Um, the food itself, it's okay. You know, okay. it's a fun place. It's a fun place. I but I, I had to warn everybody that asked me about it. It's not authentic Mexican food. Yeah, it's not authentic. Like when you go to Mexico, they don't have churros on like little Ferris wheels hanging from things or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> that, that but, it's, but it's part of the experience, you know, like I don't mind going there just to have some fun, you know. Yeah. But um, I'm going to get to the wings here in just a minute. I mean, I, okay. I'm all over the place because I, I do love food also. But um, yeah. How did you get started um, with 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 recording your content and kind of putting it out there as this is my niche and this is the the art that I'm creating? Good question. So this journey started back the year was 2016, and around that time, I I was with some friends and we were in a restaurant eating, and they asked me, Brian, why don't you create a blog and share these experiences with the world? Because you're the go-to guy. Like, like we come to you for, for recommendations where to eat. And even at work, like people come up to me, hey, where can I get a good meal tonight? You know, where's the best tacos? And so I was like, all right, you know what? Maybe I should start recording and sharing those experiences. So that's when Sunar Foodie was born. Um, I created an Instagram account. But back then, uh, I wasn't really consistent with it. I would just post pictures here and there um, and just write a short caption like the food is good. That's it. You know, uh, but it wasn't until probably last year um, I started to take it more serious. I found that I had a lot of free time on my hands and I was thinking about trying something different, you know, and, and I also just want to clarify, like when I first started seeing our footy, I didn't really care much about the likes or the followers. It was more just like, this is what I like. Mm-hmm. And this is a guide for my friends to look at whenever they want to look at it. And mm-hmm. short, shortly after that, little by little, that's when the followers start coming in. Um, but back to what I was saying about a year ago, uh, I was like, you know what? I want to do something trendy and I'm going to do the reels. You know, I wasn't a fan of it at first yeah. because for me, I'm, I'm one of those guys and like Instagram should be about pictures. You know, why is Instagram trying to be like TikTok? Mm-hmm. You know, there's the, this is a whole debate going on right now. Um, but then after the first couple of videos that I posted, I was like, okay, I kind of like this, uh, especially because it allows you the, the option to add music to your, uh, so you're telling a story, like kind of giving like a three. Exactly. Picture. Yeah. And sometimes pictures doesn't really give you the full review or the, the full, um, experience, you know, where a video can really capture a little bit of everything when you visit a restaurant. Yeah. And so, um, 
when I started posting more reels, um, I would say it, it felt like it was overnight where my account just blew up. Yeah. I went from having like a thousand followers to like now we're, I'm like at 10K. And I, and I just reached yeah. that milestone recently, uh, which is pretty cool. I was like, I didn't expect anybody to follow me. I'm just like, you know, like I don't think too much of it. But at the same time, it's really cool to see how far my account has gone. Did you consult with any professionals, read any books, learn about like search engine optimization or anything like that? Or was it just pretty organic of like, let me, I'm going to do some reels because that's what they're kind of making us do these days. Yeah, I, I basically taught myself. Um, oh, I didn't reach out to anybody. I, well, first of all, I do photography on the side. Oh, so right. I always have an eye for things. You know, I, I, I'm all about the angles. So I knew how to record and I knew how to capture content. That that was not an issue for me. But as far as like getting into like the, the more like the logistical stuff um, and keeping track of my progress with Instagram, uh, I didn't really reach out to anybody for that, okay. you know, or ad advice on how to be better. Um, but I remember a couple of months ago, I attended a, a influencer event. It was probably my first influencer event. And I met this really interesting person who runs the account that's called a uh, happy hour, Arizona. Uh, her name is Margo. And I met her at this event and she came up to me and she was like, Hey, you're seeing our foodie, right? I was like, yeah, that's me. Uh, she's like, Hey, I, I want to connect sometime. Cause I think your content's really cool, but I have some ideas that can maybe help you out a little bit if you're interested. And I was like, you know what? You seem like a cool person. Uh, why not? And so, um, I was kind of iffy at first because I wasn't sure what her attentions were. I wasn't sure if she wanted something out of it for me because nobody's going to give you free advice, right. especially in the influencer world. Um, everybody's trying to come up on a dollar, you know? And so with this person, um, she was very genuine about it. And she was, she would often give me advice like, Hey, I think you can try this in your videos. Um, I think maybe you'd switch up the angles just a little bit. Um, that can really help out. Yeah. And sure enough, she her advice has helped me a lot in, in most of the content I've been producing recently, um, but also from the business side. So she has helped me land some deals with small uh, restaurants here around the valley um, where sometimes they'll reach out and they'll say, hey, we like your account. We would like to do some business with you. In exchange, we'll pay you for your time. And so I didn't really know much about handling that business side with creating content. But thankfully, this person that I met, Margot, Happy Hour Arizona, uh, she's very business savvy and she's been a great help with that. So that's fantastic. That's a, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Shout, shout out to her. Shout out to Margot. I have to look that up. Um, it is pretty neat when you kind of just take one step like outside of your comfort zone or connect and it's like it opens up you know more opportunities and um it, it is it is really neat you make friends and and so on um yeah and i'm grateful you responded to my message which you know a lot of people are like no i'm not gonna <laughs> um but i think right. it's a really powerful thing because we're watching tiktok we're watching reels when we see something we like we're like oh i need to go try that that's how i ended up at you know feed mix tacos uh, truck and um um, one place that has a, I don't see now I feel lame when I'm naming it since I named like the whitest Mexican restaurant. <laughs> like, oh no, no, but, um, <laughs> but that's <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> I don't judge. I'm, I'm Mexican-American, too. I don't know. I have no excuse. <laughs> um, I eat tacos at my mom's house, okay? Like, that's, there's nothing more authentic than that. No. Anyway, um, good stuff. So let's talk about wings because this podcast is about wings. And you yeah. had JT's, which I have featured on Wings with Friends before, but I have heard many times, like, these are the best wings. Tell me a little bit about why their wings are so great and why you featured them on your page. Yeah. So interesting story. Um, I live not too far from JT's. Mm-hmm. And I've been living um, down the street from there for like the past 20 years. And yet I have never bothered to visit that place. I always drive by it. And I'm like, you know, that place looks pretty interesting. It, it's always packed. The, the parking lot is always full. And then one day on Twitter, uh, JJ Watt, who plays for the Arizona Cardinals, oh, yeah. uh, he tweeted, he's like, hey, I'm looking for the best wings in, in Phoenix. I need, I need you guys to help me out. Where can I go for the best wings? And I looked at his thread and I saw people commenting. Uh, some were saying ATL. Uh, some were saying Valley Wings, and then somebody uh, responded and they said JTs, and there was like a thousand likes on that comment. I was like, okay, am I missing something here? Like, what what's the hype right behind by your JTs? House. Yeah, right by my house, right? And, and you know, I, again, I don't know why I waited this long, um, but after reading that, I was like, I have to check it out, and it was on the top of my priority list. And finally, I got around to it. Uh, not knowing what to expect other than people's word, right? And when I showed up, uh, I remember I walked in and I I don't know if you've been to JT's, but in JT's, uh, it's mostly like regulars that go there. Mm-hmm. You know, people who live in the area. So everybody knows each other in that, in that bar. I walk in, it's like a scene of a movie where everybody stops what they're doing. There's a lot of conversation, they just stop. <laughs> and they all look at me and they're like, who's this guy? You know, I could just feel everybody in that room just staring, you know? Um, and then sure enough, when I sit by the bar, I pull out my, my phone, my little uh, influencer light. It's this huge little device. Uh, and I'm over here shooting videos and pictures. And, and again, I'm, I'm looking to the side and everybody just staring. They're just like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> um, and then I was doing my thing. Uh, creating content and uh, getting ready to write a review about it. But those wings, what stood out to me was the flavor. Yeah. What uh, flavor did you order? It was the, it was the mix where it had like all three flavors, uh, like the hot barbecue. Yeah. I don't remember the name of it. Was it, it wasn't, the, we've done the suicide um hot version before, but I'll have to look at the menu. Yeah. Um, I had to d- double check, but there was a flavor that that had all like three different sauces on it, right? And then I never had a wing that was baked, fried, and grilled. Like that was new to me. Yeah. A- and I remember, and, and when I go about the wings too, they're pretty big. Mm-hmm. I like that. I hate going to a wing place, and and you you know you pay all this money and you get the little bite size. Uh, chicken wings you know but no not here not jt's they they're pretty big wings um and that first bite i was like yeah this is legit this this is the real deal and and now i could see why people talk about this place um and so yeah J- jt's is probably one of the top three wing spots in phoenix easily are, 
Okay, we're going to talk about some more wings here, but I want to find out your wing constitution. And so I ask everybody these questions just to kind of figure out, lets you know, it's almost like a personality test, okay? So just yeah, yeah. your first answer very quickly. Um, drummy or flat? Drummy. All right. Ranch or blue cheese? or neither? Ranch. All day. <laughs> Do you eat the carrots, the celery, both or neither? I ate the carrots. Do you like your wings like a dry rub or a sauced wing? Sauced. Um, okay, I used to ask this question. I'm, I'll ask you, but it's not part of it anymore. But do you prefer your wings fried, baked, grilled, or smoked? Oof, that's tough. You had a choice. It, 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 it's a tie between grilled and smoked. But okay. if I had to choose just one and only one, I got to go with grilled. Okay. Yeah. The, the grilled wings are really good. Um, you don't find a lot of smoked wings this in this area. I was in Tennessee a couple weeks ago. And when you go, when you go places like that, they always have smoked wings and they're usually still connected. They're connected wings. Um, so that's a little different that we don't have. Um, okay. My last, I'm going to leave that question off though, but my last question here is how many wings can you eat? 12 your order all right so you're a drcs12 <laughs> it's it's just a little personality test okay so okay maybe if you want to have wings and like you're trying to pick a friend or somebody to go with you need to find somebody maybe who they're a flat you know to match your drummies so they can eat the flats and you eat the drummies or you know, it's just like how people get along. You know what I mean? You can't hang out with somebody who it's nice if you eat the carrots and they eat this. Anyways, I'm making this up. It's all fake. Um, <laughs> and now we know your wing constitution, right? Thank you. So um, you said you said top three. What are your other favorite wings in Arizona? I got to mention Valley Wings. Yeah. Uh, Valley Wings is another very unique place. Uh, amazing flavors. Um, hold on right there. Let's talk about that one. Do you go to the one in in Scottsdale, like South yeah. Scottsdale? Yeah. Which I'm glad because that was just recent when they opened the Scottsdale location. Yeah. I used to have to drive to their other location, which was like North Phoenix. And that was quite a drive. Yeah. I'm so impressed with Valley Wings, just their presentation. Like they mm. lay them out very beautifully. And if you have a sauce wing, it glistens. Like they like, and then they put like a garnish on it. If you get two different flavors, they're separated. Like it's just, you can tell they're just really made with love <laughs> and like they're, they're really good ways. Yeah. Um, all right. What's it, what's your other, maybe in your top three. Oof. I would have to say. The wings are red devil. Red devil. Yeah. Tell me about yeah, it. it. So, uh, the the wings to get at Red Devil is the hot. Their hot sauce on the wings is not only extremely hot, which I like. I, I like the burn. Um, it's really flavorful. And I, I like that. And, and, and this is me. When I rate wings, I like to rate them based on the size of the wings. And the fact that Red Devil, like any wing order that you get, you can count on them being huge. And it's been consistent over the years. Some wing spots 
Uh, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but there's been some places that I used to go to for wings, but then over the years, they lose their quality and they get smaller. And I don't know what it is. Oh, I know what it is. I mean, wings are one of the hardest things right now to get. Like during the pandemic, there's a chicken shortage. And you know what I noticed? I used to go to um, um, Native Grill and Wings when I lived in Yeah. That was my, that's what I started this podcast on that it inspired this podcast because they had so many flavors and I was going to do one episode of flavor, but then I realized just let people have whatever they want. But when they would have a wing special, like a Tuesday or something or Wednesday, I noticed the wings were like really inconsistent. And I yeah. think it's like they're buying cheaper, lower quality wings to throw in there because they're doing them for 50 cents or whatever. There's in me, you know, there is a, a grade, a quality uh, to it. And I think it's shitty quality, you know? Yeah. But I don't like my wings like too big. Sounds like you do like a big wing. I like somewhere in the middle because it's not natural to be that. It should just be a chicken leg at that point. If it's going to be, right? (laughs) Yeah, you can say that. Yeah. Yeah. But too little, Uh, like somewhere in the middle, you know? I like, okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to like, you know, let me know my opinion on you. So, Red Devil, Red Devil. Yeah. I'm sorry, what was the question? No, that's okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. There's a lag. There was a oh. lag in the Zoom, so I didn't hear it, but. It's my fault. No worries. Um, I get too excited. I talk too fast. No, I love places that, like, they have a good wing on their menu, but they're not a wing place. Like, Oregano's has a nice wing. Um, also, when you can find a wing at, like, a Chinese restaurant, like, a, something that's just just on their menu, you know, and it's in their flavor or whatever. Like those are my favorites. Um, I went to a place called crazy Mike's recently, and this one was in Goodyear, but they have other locations and it was very nice. It was a very nice wing. Um, you can- are you ever been to this wing spot? It's, it's kind of close to like downtown. It's called the window. Well, they also call it Louis It's a Chinese restaurant, but the locals call it the window and they have the best jalapeno wings ever. Nice. And they call it the window. They call it the window because when you go there, you you can only order through a window. There's no sit down. There's no tables, Uh, but you ever get a chance, definitely check them out. And then what's the official name of it? Uh, Louis. It's spelled. I believe it's L I U Y E N S. Okay, that's enough to find it. That sounds really cool. I love that. Yeah. Um, so thinking about like your food experience, you've had a lot of food, right? You, you've tried out some stuff. What would you say is like the best thing that you have eaten? Like what's what do you still think about? What lives rent free in your mind? Maybe in the last several years, more recently, like what what's probably one of the best things you've ever had? Um. Well, I have two answers for that because I have the best thing I ever had in Phoenix and I had the best meal I ever had when I was traveling in a foreign country. Yes. Um, if, if you don't mind, I can tell you both. Tell me both? all of it. Because I feel like people need to know about this. Yes. Um, so the, the best meal I ever had um, when I was at out of town was in Oaxaca, Oaxaca, Mexico. I went there a couple years back and there's a restaurant called Los Donsantes. And what was really unique about this restaurant was that everything in the menu um, is is basically made 
with local ingredients from the region of Oaxaca. But they emphasize uh, a lot of indigenous uh, dishes. And so some of the, the, um, the items in the menu, uh, they come from the pre-Hispanic times. And so the fact that they're able to recreate that and, and pass it over and, and add a little modern twist to it, it, it was truly one of the most amazing experiences I ever had when eating out. And so um, just me talking about it is not going to do any justice. I will have to uh, forward you some pictures later on or after this interview, I'll send you the link to the restaurant. What, um, but what did you order? What did you eat there? Man, I, <laughs> I can't even remember. I mean, there was a couple of things. Um, some of it was mole. And as you probably already know, um, mole is really popular in Oaxaca. Um, and so I had that. I also had, uh, there's, a, there's a few other things. And again, this is a couple of years back, so I'm trying to remember. But um, everything was just so unique, so different. And it's, it's interesting because when people go to Mexico, everybody has this idea that Mexican food is just going to be tacos. It's just going to be enchiladas. And it, there's so much more to that. And that dining experience really opened my eyes to a different side of, of Mexican cuisine. And yeah. so um, I, I highly recommend it. Anybody who goes to Oaxaca, you got to check them out. Los you should do a reel about them, even if it was a couple of years ago. I know, right? Um, who knows? Maybe I'll travel back and do a reel for them. You know, but, I... Oh, go ahead. No, you're good. Go ahead. I was going to say that, like, um, it, it trips me out now seeing... Um, you know, the food my mom would make for me when I was a kid. And I always just thought she made this up. I was like, she's just throwing shit together. I don't trust her, whatever. Uh, you know, and I used to have like chilaquiles and yeah. you know, maybe a little taco with just like a, just like a green chili and some Oaxaca cheese or, or um, you know, like, um, you know, the white cheese or whatever. Right. And, and now, oh, now I'm running out of time. Now, like I'm seeing this on menus of, of like really nice restaurants. I'm like, oh, everybody, oh, they're having chili killers for lunch. I'm like, oh, I thought my mom made that up. Uh, it was just really simple, but it is neat. It's neat. It's a little bit like, you know, taking, you know, from the culture a little bit, but like, yeah, um, it is, it, it's interesting to see it elevated, to see people do it right. And so on. Yeah, that, for sure. Um, and then as far as like locally, the best meal I had here in Phoenix, um, I would say it's got to be the enchiladas suizas from Barrio Cafe. Mm. Have you ever been there? I was I just have. there yesterday. I, yeah. I have been there. It's been a long time. But is it a green sauce on those? Yes. I am all about green sauce for some reason in the last couple of years. Like, I've kind of switched. Really? I'm team green sauce all the way. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about all the chili killings. <laughs> Never mind. Go. So, so this is at the Barrio Cafe. Yeah. What it, makes it, it, I'm sorry, what was the question? Oh, what makes them great? It's the fact that they use Oaxaca cheese. Um, it, it, if I'm not mistaken, the, the recipe, it, it comes from Oaxaca. So it definitely has a lot the Oaxaca flavor. Um, it has the pickled onions. I love that on my enchiladas. Um, the chorizo on top is so good. And I think why it's so special to me was because uh, I went um, with my current girlfriend. One of our first dates was at Barrio Cafe. And to this day, that place holds a special place in our heart, you know. 
Um, That's so nice. Yeah, but the enchilada suizas is so good, and and Barrio Cafe is definitely one of the top Mexican restaurants in the valley. It really is. It's kind of a staple. I love that. Mm -hmm. I can imagine you like celebrating lots of future like things there at Barrio Cafe since it has that. That is so great. Um, mm -hmm. um okay. So I'm now I'm, I'm thinking of all this food, all these places. Um, isn't it the best feeling though when you recommend a restaurant to somebody, one of your friends, and then they come back and go, Oh, so good. And you're like, I know, like yes. And not just from friends either. Like I get a lot of messages from my followers and they'll tell me like, like, Hey, senior foodie, that place you talked about on your story a couple of days ago, I went there with my family and we freaking loved it. And I love that. And, and that just gives me more motivation to keep doing what I do. Yeah. You know, I, I love when people tell me that, Hey, that place you recommended, it was legit. Yeah. You know, and you're supporting like local business, small business, uh, Latin owned business, like yeah. individual places to where people wouldn't have found them otherwise. Um, so that's fantastic. So it's really a win, win, win uh, for everybody. Um, so as we kind of wrap up, what, what do you want? What are your goals? What would you like to do or achieve or eat in the next, you know, in the short term? So right now what I'm trying to work on is expand outside of food and i'm still kind of going back and forth on it um but i would like to one day start creating content for maybe resorts or hotels yeah. right and and not only would i create content for them but in exchange get a hey free there, stay for the free. weekend yes. you know that that's the goal um so i did do a collaboration recently with mountain shadows resort um in north scottsdale mm -hmm. um that was amazing i didn't expect that would ever happen um uh, but i just gotta believe in myself you know yeah. and so um that is the first of many i'm hoping to do more uh with local resorts um and then maybe who knows i, I don't know if i want to touch on like lifestyle i, I think yeah. people just want to stick to me just for the food and that's fine you know um i'm, I'm always going to create content for food but if i do decide to branch out and and do resorts or do travel i'm going to incorporate the food because that's always Good. been the number one focus and so if i go to a nice fancy resort in scottsdale i'm going to make sure that i talk about the restaurant at that location you yeah. know so um but that's what i'm trying to do in the upcoming months and so we'll, we'll see what happens i love it i want that for you i'm so excited and it's we're kind of you know being like a comedian i have my goals and, and me and my friends talk about this you got to just do it there's nobody telling you you can't and if you look at people who are doing big things this is how they started just following what they were passionate about and, yeah. and then uh you know and then and then the, your audience will find you and what you can do for them is way bigger than a free weekend that they're going to give for you so it's worth it for um, sure um oh gosh this zoom is going to kick me off in a minute let me ask you this i'm going to ask you um my last question here is what would you <laughs> have if it was like your last meal on death row which unfortunately forget about that but what would you pick as your last meal <laughs> that role hey, maybe you're stranded on an island and you yeah. just get to pick one meal <laughs> all right uh for the sake of time i would have to go with street tacos and it, it could be from any place but street tacos garden southern store that's that's my last meal on this planet nice i love it um so tell us senor foodie where can people follow you what do you want people to do um how can they connect 
Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at Sinor uh, underscore foodie. Uh, it's going to be the same for TikTok. Those are the only two platforms that I create content on. So um, if you are ever looking for recommendations on where to go eat, uh, be sure to check out my page. I got plenty of options for you. Love it. Um, do you know Salty Cocina? Salty Cocina. She hmm, does. Is that the one in Scottsdale? Or... No, no, I'm sorry. She's a creator and she does recipes. Oh, and she's okay. so huge. And I just was wanted to brag that I'm friends with her. But we connected from comedy and like her and her family come to my shows. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm your biggest fan. And here you are like coming to my show. It's pretty neat. You've probably seen her. She's so good. Probably. Taught, I've probably seen her work. Tell people how to make tortillas. Like it, it, was, it was really great. Um, nope. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for your time. It was really great meeting you. Um, yeah, likewise. Well, yeah, thank you. I'm going to sign this off and then stand by just one second. So, yeah, thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks for listening to Lisa Friends. We'll see you next time. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs>